Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast. Providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space, you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. I recently joined as a member, and you can too. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with the advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. And please put unprofessional development in the How Did You Hear About Podgo? That will give us a little finder's fee. Thank you. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a very enticing episode of Unprofessional Development. I'm Tedisco. And I'm Mealy. And today we have with us some unprofessional alum. Okay, I just like saying alum, by the way. Which is not like alum, which on, I was led to believe you just put on your anything meat and it immediately shrinks it to one one hundredth of a size by no, both think, Bugs Bunny and Tom Jerry. Aluminium. Aluminium. I don't know, aluminium. Yeah. But aluminium. anyway, we've got with us Keenan and Alex of episodes 33 and 34. If you are someone who listens to all of our episodes, if you haven't yet, go back and listen to those episodes. We had a great time with both of them uh, a summer ago, I guess it was. Mm-hmm. And then I had a little conversation with them on Twitter. Twitter? Twitter? <laughs> the Twitter. <laughs> I was on uh, the Twitter using yes, aluminium. <laughs> exactly. Um, and it was... About some, re- they were both referencing types of markers or crayons or something. Ticonderogas, and probably. It might have been. I, 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 th- I feel like it was, I don't know. But they seem to both have strong opinions and knowledge of supplies school that supplies. school teachers have and which ones are the best. And I said, hey, why don't we have the two of you on and we'll do that. But before we get to that, we have to, even though they've, given their bios before when they were on the other things and some of you already have memorized their bios and have some kind of chart at home of all I've of our several guests people personalize their tattoos on your bios oh, yes. and all of, oh. and, and the bios of our guests well there are unprofessional development guest playing cards right with their bios on the back that's true and yes. some of our fans have those playing cards we're the jokers <laughs> by the that's queen of true. hearts <laughs> yes uh, are you serious? Like, I really want to say. We're now going to send vibes to all the Photoshoppers out there. Yes, yes. <laughs> and make sure my picture looks good on the card. Okay, oh, a thousand cool. percent. Okay, well, it's, it, we, I, I would like to take the back to the um, your blue hair of the of the summer. We would have to have to make do that, right? Because we're back to we're back to natural now. Well, it's kind of gray. I did. Oh, I see that. On it. Yes, but. It's almost back to natural. Okay. okay. Yeah, I have a little gray in my hair, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you which students they're named after. Wow. Oh, I bet. So, mm-hmm. but, but we're going to, but some people, this is the first episode they're listening to, which I don't understand. What, are you, what have you been waiting for? Go back and listen <laughs> to other episodes. We want to catch them up on your, on your bios because they probably won't understand anything you say the entire rest of the episode if they don't know um, about your bio. Is that how that works? Yes. I don't know. So we're mm-hmm. going to start with Alex. So describe your educational journey as a trip to the grocery store and all the aisles that you've been up and down and, wh- and, wh- and what you've done. Okay. So um, I was an English teacher for 16 years. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to say that my first trip through the grocery store, I spent a lot of time in the produce section, right? Oh, all that brand healthy. new fresh stuff, right? It's healthy. Everybody tells you, oh, you need to eat this, right? But then you get it home and it sits in your fridge <laughs> and you have to throw it in the trash because you're yes. like, 
yeah, yep. I didn't use this. And really, it takes a lot of time to prepare all this stuff. And I don't, yeah, I don't know if I, I really want to do all this. So oh, that's solid. Right. Then you go to the frozen food section, right? Because that's that's your comfort food. You uh-huh. know that, right? You're <sighs> like, okay, this is comfortable. And you know it's got a ton of sodium. You know it has a ton of sugar, but it tastes good. Everybody likes it. You keep coming back to it. Is and, that the teachers pay teachers aisle or? Right, or yeah, yeah, you know, like, or just, you know, like, I'm going to do a Kahoot every day because right. God bless Kahoot. It's great. But I yes. think eventually you're like, okay, well, I'm sick of this. This is, this is also not mm-hmm. good. So then you go through and you're like, all right, I'm just going to walk up and down every aisle. And I'm going to start putting stuff in my cart. Right. You don't even know what you're going to be cooking. You don't know if I think I might have something at home I can use to, to fix with this and create a meal, you know, so you just start throwing stuff in your cart and, uh, Maybe you get home and you realize you missed something, you know, so you can't really make a meal out of it. And so you're kind of lost. And that that's what teaching is like. Now I'm the manager or when somebody who works in the store. So I'm an instructional technology coach now. So I'm the person who's like, OK, hey, look, stop walking up and down the aisles aimlessly. What do you want for dinner? All right. What's your goal? What are you trying to make? Okay, now let's go through and let's let's pull the ingredients. So that's kind of what I get to do now. You're like a personalized shopper. Yeah, yes. well, you know, I help guide people towards, you know, what meal they want to make, right? You can't go wandering aimlessly anymore in the grocery store. That's just not a good idea, especially with everything that's going on. You have to have a goal in mind, <laughs> right? Yes. Like, uh, yeah, if you're all virtual, you're going to be, you're going to be making some different kinds of food than if you're in person. So we need to know what the goal is. And here are the foods you can, you know, here's the, the products you can buy to help you make that meal. Okay. That, that's that's my metaphor. That's fantastic. You put a lot of thought into that I, one. I told yeah. you. I was thinking about it. I, I was like, oh, I have this grocery store metaphor down. She's totally an English teacher. Yes. <laughs> I totally like, was an yes. English teacher. Yeah. Nerd. Yes. So so Keen, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you two um since you said you don't like the grocery store, I'm gonna give you two things. Or do you or do you want to go at the grocery store? Well, the way Alex just described, that's how I actually grocery shop in Rome. <laughs> <laughs> um I didn't do the grocery store. I think that's okay, fine. Cool. Um, you come in. I spent um, three and a half years in the, or I would say the snack aisle, because mm-hmm. you know kids love snacks mm-hmm. and they're great. And now I'm wandering around the store in the produce aisle and move to new section. I think it's not as exciting as Alex. It's uh-huh. very straightforward in and out for me. Um. I don't know where in five years where I might be. I will still probably be wandering, wandering aimlessly around the grocery store mm-hmm. because I just don't know. Like I love what I'm doing now in this produce, but you never know. I might make it to the the um, adult beverage aisle at some point. Okay. And don't forget to pick yourself up a treat at the register. Yes, oh, yes. in a magazine, in a magazine, a magazine. Yes. So yes, no. are it more revealing than your bios. What is the treat you grab at the register? Depends on the day. Sometimes I want like something that's just laden with sodium, so I'll go with like a bag of the uh, the twisted Fritos, the okay. barbecue twisted Fritos. Nice. Those are delicious. Or the sweet chili Doritos. Those are also amazing. If I'm in a candy mood, I'm going with something chocolate, probably a Reese's peanut butter cup. Okay. Um, that's all I grab at the registers Reese's. Mm-hmm. Plus, I live in Pennsylvania, like thirty minutes away from Hershey. Yeah, so why I, would you know? I, would, I would be a sellout if I didn't pick up Hers- uh, Hershey's. Yes. They'll kick you out of the state. Right, like, you're just not legit if you don't hey, pick up the Reese's Cup. I'm a, I'm a king-size Milky Way guy, and I'm I'm reformed now, but it's probably only been a couple of years. There was probably mm, 
uh, every other time that I would stop and get gas if I was on my way to school in the morning, I would get a king size Milky Way and have that for breakfast on my way on my way to Ooh. school. Mm. Yeah, yeah. People see like it's my teacher's soul. It's so funny because you see people in the morning like making copies or whatever in in the room, and they're like, "How are you doing?" I'm like. I had a king size Milky Way for breakfast. <laughs> How are you doing? <laughs> Until you cramps. Like when you come down off that sugar high, it's not fun. Yeah, it's, no, it's, it's not. 30, it's, 11 o'clock. Right. You're just like hitting rock bottom. The gas yeah. station around the corner from where I work has biscuits and gravy in a styrofoam oh. cup that you can get. Oh. And it is like good stuff. so much biscuit. Yeah, that's, that's, that's my new favorite. That is good stuff. So, so, so. I went the, to college the, in the South. And that was a staple every morning for breakfast. Oh, yeah. It looks like vomit, but it tastes so delicious. Oh, my God. Yeah, right? I, when I got to the South and I discovered people have, like, chicken and waffles for breakfast, I'm like, what, were they out of tranquilizer darts? <laughs> <laughs> How do you function? The South's never going to rise again if you're eating like that. <laughs> That's why we all have to take naps in the afternoon. Yes. Seriously. But yeah. I, I also think that people in the South are a lot nicer. So, like, a little bit more understanding if you ask them, why are you eating that right now? Like, yes. I feel like up here in the North, they're like, why are you in my business? But, yeah. <laughs> no, I love Northerners, man. We go to New York because that's where my family's from. And I love people up there. Down here in Virginia, people are jerks. I don't know. Uh, I Virginia, the opposite. Virginia has a special place in my heart. I went to college in Virginia. So, Where'd like, you go? Okay. I went to Fairham College. It's a little okay. kind of a college. I was out of Roanoke. Yeah. Um, that area, the rural area, is like... That's beautiful out there. It is. Yeah. Well, people in the South are nice, but they're also very passive-aggressive nice. Like, they... They really bless your heart, Mealy. Bless exactly. your heart. They really can't stand you, and all that yeah. is so, God bless them. That is so. Oh, that is so wonderful. They 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 don't. They, they you know. There's there's a. There's they're a, very very nice to your face. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I can handle oh. that. All right. So enough with the pleasantries. Should we get on with the arguments? Yes. Yes. <laughs> School supplies. It is very polarizing. So so if I gave you a thousand dollars and like sent you off. To Staples, what what are you going to spend it on? And if you had to take something off the rack at Staples and burn it, what would it be? We're burning the Rose Art crayons. Yes, we are burning I'm... the Rose Art crayons. They are going to go on a bonfire. All the listeners need to realize that if you yeah. buy Rose Art and your child's in my class, they're going in the trash. Right? I mean, I'm not like, <laughs> the Rose Art crayons are going in the trash. Nope. We do not use those in school. This <laughs> episode brought to you by Rose Art crayons. <laughs> <laughs> What, so what is, what is, You've tried the best. Now try Rose Art. <laughs> what is wrong with Rose Art crayons? As someone who's never touched a Rose Art crayon, what is wrong with them? What's so, so right you, about them? There's right, right. Like, you've used Crayolas. You know what color you're getting yeah, when you use a Crayola. Sienna. Now, yeah, it's right, the cerulean blue. You <laughs> use a Rose Art crayon. Okay, Rose Art crayons are to crayons as, like, sparkling water is to soda. It's like, the name of the color down the hallway, somebody's yelling at you. That's what it is. It's like, <laughs> and you're like, okay, yeah. And I it's guess. like the last picked person on the team. Like, uh-huh. no one really wants you for real, but I guess in a pinch, we're going to pick you up. Right. So, so, so it's they, really good for like draw coloring in a menu for like a kid's menu at like your, your local cheap restaurant. So somehow they have a local cheap restaurant gives better crayons than Rose Art. I'm not even going to lie. They like, haven't, uh, they haven't mastered the idea of dyeing wax. Is that, that, is it that that's hard? That's exactly it. It's and like, it's really like, a, like I'm going to color with a candle. 
that's yeah. what Rose Art is. And there's layers to this. Like there's crayon or Crayola, which was like top tier. Right. Then mm-hmm. you have Rose Art. And then don't forget about those craze art at the bottom. Oh, the crazy art. Oh, those are the worst. Yes. Are they worse than Rose Art? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's like wow. the bootleg version of Rose Art. Which oh, is wow. saying something. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So we do not with no no rose art plans. Oh, oh, I want okay, to so really want to buy some to find, just to, just to do use it. Some. Do it just to just to say you it did. Sounds like they won't cost me very much. Oh no, not at all. Five cents, if that. So what what are you going to buy then? Like if you got a thousand dollars to go to a, a Staples or Office Depot or whatever, what, what do you fill in your classroom with? You, you do the first pick, Keenan, and then I'll pick one of mine. I'm gonna. I would do. Let me see my favorite. I love the smelly markers. I forget the name of them. Uh-huh. The, uh, Mr. Sketch? Yeah, Mr. Sketch. I don't want any Amazon Basics. I don't want any of that or no Staples brand. I want the Mr. Sketch. I might be, mm-hmm. a, I may or may not be a um, supply snob. Like, I want okay. all up here. No, I'm with you. Teaching kids to sniff markers since the 1970s. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> if, we're, if we're down the pen aisle, I'm getting some flare pens. I love color. I love my flare pens. They don't bleed through the paper. They're beautiful. I love them. It's a teacher thing, and I, I can do without them. Yeah, you you're not a you're not a colorful pen person. No, no. One thing I wouldn't pick up though is glitter. No, oh, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, you're never, glitter is the herpes of the arts and crafts world. You never get rid of it. You know. Yeah, yeah. it's everywhere. You, you have random outbreaks. You're like, oh, piece of glitter. Where did that come from? I haven't used it in two years. Okay. I I I think if I made like an enemy with my neighbors and they were having a yard sale. I just run by in the morning and just chuck glitter everywhere and bolt away. Mm-hmm. So nobody's buying a couch filled with glitter. No, it's like that guy on YouTube who leaves the glitter bomb packages on his porch for people yes. to steal. Have yes. you ever seen that? Oh, that's yes, I have seen that. It's good stuff. Oh, so good. Um, so how about glue sticks? Is there a spectrum of glue sticks or are all glue sticks the same? You, you got to go with the Elmer's. The Elmer's glue sticks. Usually the purple ones, the ones that change color. Those are nice because then you can see where you're putting it. Yes, yes, I would go with Elmer's too. Like it's just something about the Elmer's and the texture and how it goes on the paper nicely. Mm-hmm. It, it just the works. other ones get all gummy. Like if they get old, they turn into like this weird gummy kind of yeah, thing. It, yeah. And yeah, and then you have Rosart making glue sticks. So right, yeah. <laughs> this is fascinating to me. It's better than I. I never liked when I was younger. I never liked that weird alchemy of like the glue stick that was like purple or blue. But then when it like dried, it was clear. Like I never understood that. I didn't like that. That's the See, devil. Those are the ones you want. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, when I was a kid, they came out with colored glue with sparkles in it, and I so had to have it. And then like I was in second grade. I remember this. I'm only thirty. Um. So it wasn't that long ago. Um. <laughs> Um, I had a friend actually taste the glue to see if it actually had a taste. Because, <laughs> oh. And obviously it didn't taste well, but... I no, I wouldn't it. think. I wouldn't have think. you seen the the Elmer's smelly glue sticks that they have now? No. no. Yes. So what? Elmer's... Yeah. They put out scented glue sticks. Like, that's a great idea. you got kids eating paste over in the corner. Yeah, let's make a scented glue stick. That's a great idea. Thinking of that... um. Our art teacher in our building told me that she had a kindergartner shove a whole crayon box, like the little uh, rectangle ones, in his mouth. And I said, hmm, that's a new one for me. I've never heard oh, of That's good stuff. <laughs> better, better there than here, you know, in your nose yeah. or your ears, I guess. See, and see, I'm older. I literally do remember when the paste 
came in like a big tub and they had we like a piece of wood that we would stick mm-hmm. in there to like dig out the paste and and smear it on something and i don't know if it, i'm sure it had a like brand like crackers made. yes you could you, you could do that it was I, 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 that's where they got the idea for the handy snack <laughs> well, it was well, like peanut butter pretzels yeah it had like a peanut butter texture yeah how did it taste? Did it taste I like didn't eat, I never ate. I never ate glue. Uh, That's what I they all say. Glue. No. I did love rubber cement, getting it on my fingers and making rubber cement boogers. Those, those are yep. good stuff. And um, probably smelled more rubber cement than was healthy to do because I did. I love the smell of rubber cement. Not yes. going to lie. Yeah. Um, my guilty uh, pleasure is those fat, uh, the king size markers, like the permanent markers that you <sighs> make the posters with. Yes. I mean, and I'd smell them every now and again. <laughs> Only like, when it's, only when I'm making a poster though. Okay. It's just not, on the Not just when you're thing, watching right? Netflix. Like, you're not sitting. You don't have like a some markers sitting next to you while you're just on the couch <laughs> while you're watching Netflix. And just, well, it's like, just one, just one more before I go to bed. Uh, <laughs> or going to go correct a behavior, sniff it before I head over. No, yeah, I yeah, exactly. I was going to say, yeah. How I've else got, do you get through parent phone calls? I've got a long, I've got a long faculty meeting. I'm going to need a whole pack of markers. Let me tell you about your kid. <laughs> Speaking no. of markers, though, I I am a whiteboard uh, marker snob. So um, Expo or expos bus. all day. Expo Sorry. quill. My district buys quill. I don't know what they did. I don't know who. I don't know who's quill? who. Quill took out to lunch, and they don't last. They dry out. They are horrible. So if you, uh, quill markers are ridiculously cheap, then the coolest Expo ones are. And they cost a lot, but I would still buy them occasionally. As a math teacher, they have um, double markers, so it's yeah, like two ends. It's, yeah, two ends. The Darth Mauls. They are, yes. but but they're two different colors. Right. And so when you want to flip it flop, when I'm when I'm trying to demonstrate something, and I want to go back and forth with different colors, so the kids can differentiate between the um, two different things. And I'm like, it's nice. I just keep kind of putting the caps on. Although, and off why and they do put that. pink with brown? I don't know. Like they, I yeah. think they could have had a better co- color combination. There. I can't. Like, I, yeah, I don't know how they came up with all this. I guess those were like the last two ones picked or something yeah. like that. Right, like, well, okay, what do we have left? With Pink the brown and one. brown. Okay, they're together. <laughs> Hot take. I do think for whiteboards, that whiteboard cleaning spray is a waste of money. It is. No. You don't need that. It is not. I firmly believe that, and and I have heard a rumor that it actually damages like the coating on whiteboards. That's what I've heard as well. Because yeah, it's like it's supposed to be dry erase while you're putting something wet on it. But I have used in my room, because like I said, I'm addicted to um, whiteboards. I both have whiteboard contact paper that's on all the tables in my room, as well as there's this stuff. I don't even know what it's called. You can go to Home Depot. You can get it in four by ten sheets. It's it's kind of like. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. It works like a whiteboard-ish. It's tile board. It's a lot cheaper. Yeah, it's what's it called? Tile board. Tile board. It's a lot cheaper than whiteboard. I mean, it's really cheap, but wiping it off is really, really hard. So if you, you need the whiteboard spray to clean that off. So that's why I like the whiteboard spray. Because well, you, I'll give you that because it's not like a, a whiteboard, whiteboard, but a whiteboard, yeah, it, whiteboard. If you're not leaving the marker there for days, right. you don't need the spray. Yeah, no, it's only when, it's only when it's time to, um, my, um, shout out to the, to the, um, OCD kids, cause I am terrible. I always, there's stray marks all over my board. So every once in a while, I will, someone that is either, that, that's, let's just say on the OCD spectrum, cause we know that there's, there's like people who are true OCD who have like 
life is extremely challenging for them. And there's people who are just slightly bothered by things that are out of place or um, not complete. And so someone that's kids that are somewhere on, on in that line, I'd be like, okay, here's the spray. Here's the rag. Like make my thing go, go back to its original factory um, look and, and do that. So. I don't have patience. I don't really care what the front looks like. At right. The I'm like, if I can I'm write on it again and yep. you can read it, then it's clean. Right. I don't yep. care that there's a mark here in the corner or I got like, there's a stray little piece here and there. I'm like, let's, let's just go. I've got, I don't have time for that. I've got, a, we've got, a, we've got stuff to do here. So like for me as a former first grade teacher, I bought Expo for myself and then my students, I always got the Amazon basics. Wow. Because in first grade, in first grade, they don't put caps on, uh-uh. and Expo is too expensive to keep buying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I imagine that they like they wear down the tips really bad, too, that they are like just mm-hmm. going to town. Oh, well, so they- I can buy a box of Amazon Basics versus Expo more frequently for them. So, yeah. I keep, by the way, for, for all different types, uh, whenever a marker dries out, I just take the lid off and I throw the marker out, and I have a drawer full of um, spare lids. That's yeah. a smart idea. Kind of thing, same thing you should do with glue sticks. You should have glue stick lids because they're going to go. They they just yeah, magically they're like socks. They just disappear. I'm just picturing without context, like a sub coming into your room one day and just opening up a drawer and just being filled with marker caps. <laughs> what the hell is this guy's Very problem? confused. <laughs> what's in, What's in your drawer? Pistachio shells. I had to. All right, this is off topic. I love pistachios. Sorry. Don't even. I had to switch classrooms mid-year. So, like, mid-year, my school shifted me from teaching ninth grade to teaching 12th grade with, like, two weeks' notice. It was crazy. So I had to move classrooms to, like, a whole new building. And the classroom I took over, the person who was in it was disgusting. Like, it was just, (laughs) the classroom was so gross like they, I literally had to like use wet wipes on the floor because there were just black, dark marks everywhere. And I found sesame seeds, not sesame seeds, uh, uh, sunflower, sunflower seeds, sunflower seeds in every crevice of that dang room, every mm. single closet and drawer. There was, I would, I had nightmares where I just keep finding sunflower seeds. I have post sunflower sunflower seed stress disorder. <laughs> Wow! Wow! Yeah, yeah. Why was the floor so dirty? Like, I don't want to know. There were so many questions I didn't want answers to. Is that a building that Sodial just avoided? (laughs) I found so many staples in a wall. I'm like, I think this room can double as a fallout shelter. Mm, Like, this wall is just (laughs) solid metal at this point. There were math equations written on the wall in permanent marker. Oh, good. Like some kid just doing the quadratic equation just in perfect. I had to just cover it with posters. I'm like, I don't even know how to make this look livable. Yeah, it was so, bad. My three years in the classroom, like full time, my room was never painted, so I always covered all the holes and everything with um, <laughs> paper. Yep. So I pulled down the blind ones, and I didn't know a former teacher that was in the room had posters on the blinds. So there's like um, stick, not sticky tape, but like those um, poster hanging stuff. All over the blind, so I just took them down or pulled them the way up and put curtains up because I couldn't handle looking at that all the time. The sticky tack, Ugh. Yeah, yeah, like why, why? <laughs> I know teachers use the, some teachers, some teachers, not all. Some teachers use classrooms like college kids use dorms. There's like, well, I'm not going to be here forever. 
Might as well trash the place. Yeah. yeah. Um, I moved into my current office with my position that I'm in now. And when I moved in, it took me three days to clean out because the prior teacher collect was a collector. She collected everything. So, like, there was things for holidays. There was, like, mesh tool stuff in there. Like, she was making arts and crafts. And I love, I want to talk to her and ask her. I have so many questions. Like, how did you have time to make arts and crafts with the kids? Because, like, I would love to do that. But I'm running around in circles all day long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You tell me what you did, and I can, I'll do it. Depending on the school you're in and how long administration stays there and how administration feels about keeping people in the same room. Shuffle up and deal. Uh, it really is. And by the way, any admin if listening, here's the deal. Don't move them just because it seems like a good idea. I have seen poor teachers with just dollies full of textbooks. It's like, oh, English is on, because we have a huge campus. English is over here this year, so here they are with all the novels. They've got to move them there. And then next year, they're back to the other side of campus, and they're moving all the novels, and the science teachers are moving all the textbooks back here. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, and it's just nah. insane. Get, that's get what we have baseball and football teams for. Yeah. All right? Yeah. That's that's how it works at our building. They're doing some community you. service. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Football players move all the books at the beginning of the year and at the end of the year. Team Not building. that we're using them right now anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Because I'm a, I'm assuming that you guys all come from like the high school, middle school, high school world. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, elementary school teachers are collectors. You don't need oh, yeah. all those copies. Like I'm not one of those people that want all those copies. I know in previous years when people bring me copies, I was like, right in the recycling bin. Yeah, mm-hmm. because I I I know it sounds horrible. I'm not a morning person, so if you're approaching me at eight o'clock in the morning with a ton of copies, they're going in the blue bin. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I'm just like I. You know how I am. I do not want that. Oh my god, it's so horrible. Why are you giving I, me all this paper? Like I don't need right, it. Like, I'm not going to use it. You see what my back table looks like? It's a mess. So you want me to have it? Send it to me over paper. email. Yes. <laughs> if it's not electronic, then I don't want it. My this is eleven years ago. The lady that I did my student teaching for, who was fantastic, but she was old school. Okay. So she'd been, that's the, she'd been teaching 25 years at that point. So this is going back 35 years that she's, you know, that, that she was like when she got started in education. Like, so she would basically, her way of, she had a lot of stuff that she used and then she would reuse stuff. What she would do, she would like cut up worksheets. And she would use, she would use glue sticks and then some stuff she would hand write problems because she couldn't find one that was like that doing math. And then she would run cop and then she would make a, an original copy of that. Okay. And then she would make however many copies for her classes. So she had a, a big like three inch binder. wide binder with mm-hmm. page protectors in it. So she mm-hmm. would put, so today's the first day of class. She's putting the, the worksheet from. And maybe like three copies, whatever kit was left, like three to five, whatever's left over at the end of the day in the, um, in the page protector. And then the next day she's doing that. And then she has, so she's got like the whole year's worth of things in order. So that the next semester she's got it there. So what does she do? She's got last semester's binder and she's got this semester's binder. So she takes last semester's binder because she might not do it exactly the same and she runs those copies and she puts it in there, but she might skip a day or whatever. Then when she's done doing that, she takes the binder that's two generations ago and she sticks it in this um, th- container 
thing that's like a bookshelf is like sliding for the rest of eternity that gets shipped off to the warehouse from the end of indiana jones where the ark of the covenant is like i said what do we do so what do we do i said what do we do with this one now now that we've got two she's like oh it goes in in those see those bookshelves over there that have a sliding door in front of them she's like it goes in there and i slide the door open there's literally like 50 binders in there And I'm like, oh god, what I'm did like, we do before like I'm Google like, Drive? You, That's all I want to know. What are you doing? Like, like, you're never touching any of these ever again. She why doesn't do you... need a cabinet. She needs an intervention. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, and why are you buying more page? Why are you being buying more page protectors? There's literally enough for the whole you're school in million. here. She should have been an elementary school teacher. Like literally, <laughs> that that's how elementary school teachers are. I, I mean, oh, yes. I was pretty bad. I hoarded a lot of stuff. So when I got the new position as the ITC, I was like crying. I'm like, here's all my stuff. I don't need it anymore. And I just put it on the table, like watching it all go away. And I ended up back at the same school. I'm like, damn it. I shouldn't have gotten rid of all that stuff. Not that I'm ever going to use it, but I still like have a little bit of attachment to stuff, you know? Neely, I have two problems. What are those? I really love the show on professional development. And I have a big blank spot on my chest where my shirt is. First of all, the first one doesn't sound like a problem. I mean, it's so much love, I can't contain it. And you also have, what, a blank spot on your chest? Yeah, where you my never, shirt is. You, you never grew chest hair? Obviously not. <laughs> oh, I know what you should do. You should go to this link in the show notes and get an unprofessional development t-shirt. Yes, that sounds like exactly what I needed for this premise. So boys and girls, we have t-shirts. We have magnets. We yes. have buttons. Show your unprofessional love. That way you'll get to know who your fellow unprofessionals are when you're walking down the hallway and go, oh, you listen to that too? Be an unprofessional representative. Okay, so I'm curious about this then. We've talked so much about supplies. Let's take a moment and be honest with ourselves. What is something in your classroom you should throw out or get rid of that you just haven't yet? So I had inherited stuff from old teachers, like the old posters and the old worksheets and stuff. And it was like, Mm -hmm. maybe I'll use this one day. Maybe I will have no space left on my wall that I want to keep it for, you know? And like, I think we do. I just, I held on to stuff because, oh, well, so-and-so gave that to me. I don't want to get rid of it. You know, like, not that I'm ever going to use it, but Mm -hmm. you just held on to it because it was there and you had like some weird little emotional attachment to it. So for me, I'm the opposite. I throw everything away. And I share an office um, with my uh, co-worker, Kelly. I love her, by the way. Um, She'll look at me before she keeps something. And I give her a look like, no, we're not keeping that. We don't. <laughs> so, like, the only thing that we have left over is a map. Because we had to consolidate our rooms into one. So she moved in with me. And the only thing we really kept was a map. So I, mean, I need you to come what? to my classroom. <laughs> what's, what's it a like, map my of? My a hot mess, though. Like, so... <laughs> Keenan, what's the map of? The United States. Oh, so, okay. like, at the end of the... Oh, my parents year, are from there. <laughs> <laughs> so, I didn't want it at first, and I was like, okay, well, we'll keep it, right? Because, you know, you can get a map anywhere. But um, Then this year, we don't... We're not even using it, so I'm like... I'm like, in my head, I want to, like, throw it away, but I'm like, no, that was a big fight last year to keep it. No, what if we suddenly need to know which direction Albuquerque's in? Yes, yeah, what's what's north of um, Kalamazoo? What is Montpelier? Uh, is that how you say it? So it's, okay. Montpelier. Where is it? Okay. No, um, capital of oh, Vermont. But yeah. no. My, um, like, my geography skills are not, like, like oh. top tier. <laughs> I don't crazy. It's probably just, like, the one random one you know, like, Montpelier. 
I, I don't know the capital of right? North Carolina. <laughs> um, what's going to say? No, but speaking of which, though, now I have a um, a PLC person that doesn't do the the binders and the um, page protectors, but she does the exact same thing. And I know there's other people out there doing this that that that, that now feel seen with Google Drive. So I'm going to take last year and do this. Okay. But like, you don't need to, you don't need to, whatever, what was the first year Two we used Google it. Drive? <laughs> yes. And, and, we, and we do not need your like 2015 version of your curriculum or whatever it is that you have in Google Drive. Like, like get, get rid of that, you know? And I know it's, so I'm, I'm constantly wanting to purge Google Drive. I'm like, okay, I'm going to take unit one. And I'm just going to tweak it. I am not going mm-hmm. to make a copy of it and then tweak it. I'm like, yeah, no. I'm just going to tweak it because I won't remember how to find what I needed anyway. So, so I was going to say the one thing that I have that for some reason that, that I'm trying to think if I did get rid of it or not. I think I might have finally gotten rid of it. I held on to, um, whether you call it a flash drive, a thumb drive, uh, whatever, a USB drive. I held on to one of those way too long that literally, you know, there's no reason for me to have it. There's nothing on it that I'm ever going to use again. So I have, so I, I still have one of those, but that doesn't take up much space. I'm, I'm like Keenan. I love throwing stuff out. I, I, I get a, a great pleasure out of, um, purging and getting rid of stuff. I think I've maybe shared this on the podcast before. I don't know. My wife, she has come a long way, but she is very much a, um, a hoarder as well. So what I have to do is I have to take stuff and I put it in the garage and I now. No, I take a Sharpie and I will write the date on it that I put it in the garage so that I know how long it's been there. And then when it's been there at least two years, then I go, I, just, I, I throw it out. I don't have to ask her because I'm like, I'm like, I said, you haven't touched it in two years. Yeah. What do you need it for? Right. Yeah. Right. We're doing the laptop changeover at our school now. So that's yeah. fun seeing how much stuff everybody hoards on their hard drive. Because yeah. like we've been using like the little like um, 128 gig hard drives to move people's stuff from the old machine to the new machine. And some people I'm like, I go to move their stuff and it's like, nope, you still need like 40 more gigs of space. I'm like, what the hell do you have on this hard drive that you need to keep? Put it all in Google Drive and call it a day, please. That's me. <laughs> right. My desktop is a mess. If you mm-hmm. look at it, like there's icons everywhere. Our uh, IT guy was like, maybe you can go through it and put it all in all in folders and then delete it if you don't need it. And and in other words, he's like, you're a mess. <laughs> when, but he said it my, in such a nice way. <laughs> yes, one of did. my favorite friends at school used to do that. Like his desktop was always a mess. And I one day I was like, I'm just going to organize this for him. Oh, he had a meltdown. He's like, I don't know where anything is. I'm like, Dude, I, I labeled I the folders like this is where, you know, like your kids classwork is and this is where your lesson plans are. He's like, no, it's too organized. And he took but everything cool th- out of the folders, put it back on his desktop. I'm like, whatever. The cool thing is when your desktop thing. is a mess, you just open up Chrome and it's no longer a mess. It just looks like Chrome. So <laughs> you hide all the mess. That's right. the computer equivalent of just shoving it under your under bed. It right. is mm-hmm. like my desktop is, is a mess, admittedly, as well. But no, it, I I don't ever, I don't even use it. It just happens to be the default to certain things that I download go there. I don't know. I don't even mm-hmm. know why. I've got like downloads, and then certain things for some reason I set it up one time for one thing to put on my desktop, so it'd be easier to find. And now it all you, goes there now. Now it all goes there. Even though I don't look on the desktop, I just like click on the folder and then click on desktop, and I'm looking literally inside the the folder, not actually at the desktop. Mm-hmm. A computer's probably the only organized thing about my life. Yeah, 
Yeah, I will say, all right, so uh, the thing I probably should purge, and I probably never will, like, yes, I have, like, a stack of, like, grammar books I know I'm never going to use, but, like, I don't know, they're emotional support grammar books. <laughs> but I also have, uh, like, tons of, like, professional development books. Like, I probably have, like, four books by Kelly Gallagher I've never opened. Um, and so, uh, tons of books about better classroom and be a better teacher. And I'm like, yeah, I read this. Because that's what adults do. Yep, right here. Distance learning playbook. Right here next yeah. to me. I, that professional development book. So they never make look really at. nice uh, paperweights I need and to follow, doorstops. I, I need to follow up with my um, the librarian because I um, or media media specialist, whatever. It's not that media nonsense. specialist. So, yes. <laughs> okay, you're a librarian. Okay, and please stop calling <laughs> it a media center. Okay, even there, there was always it's a library. Right. There was micro- that is- back in back in the seventies. There was microfilm there, and there were albums there. So there was always been various forms of media there. It can still be a library, okay? Not a media center, okay? Don't call the did place your old where I do my business the the defecation and urination center, okay? <laughs> I call it the bathroom. That's what it is. All right, but anyway, like, but I'm trying to. I try to talk her into like, and who knows if it'll get used or not. So that, that maybe I'm living uh, in a fantasy world. But those things that you had there to just go, those should be at the library at your school. So if someone actually wants to go look and find something that they could um, get from, there should be a section that for teachers that we just share out our resources because there's probably every teacher at every school has lots of books, and way too many of them are spending way too much money when we could literally be just going. And looking and seeing if it's um in this little special room, or if it would you have be a, a whole book. shelf of Harry Wong's first day of school. Oh my! Oh, there would be a lot of those. <laughs> there would be a lot of those. Yeah. That book is the worst. Like it's not <laughs> right? realistic. Like the first day of school in his book versus what what it like, really like is how like... it started and how it's really going. They like it's two polar opposites. Yes. yes. No. Yes. But he like, convinced. They still give it out to people too, though. Like they still give it to new teachers. I'm like, why? We do have. We had to get it. I had to buy it as, um, Mm -hmm. from, uh, college as like the, like part of my, um, yeah, for when I was doing my, whatever you call it, student teaching, that was, or there was, or another class, one of those, it was, it was required, um, reading. And and the most unfortunate name on that dude, too. Like, really? Yes. Yes. Very Wong. Yes. Yes. Was there no one at the publishing company that said, maybe we could, maybe we should change that. Larry Wong, could we go with that? That, Will that work (laughs) a little bit better? Keep the Wong. We don't want to take that away from you, but maybe Larry, not Harry. Okay. I will say, in my school, we do have a bookshelf in the teacher's lounge. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that we do have, like, it's filled with all those sorts of professional development books. Okay. Okay. So my so former school, we started that. And then, so we have a PLC or we had, like, the school has a PLC room, my former building. Nice. And then one, when I first started there, it was called Command Central. There's a copy, there's a bathroom, there's a room to meet in. It's uh-huh. like a little suite. Yeah. Then after that, another principal came up and we named it the Level Up Room after the Level Up Home by Sierra. Okay. You're, you're leveling up. Level up challenge. Definitely. Right, right. Yes. And now I don't know what it's called. I don't, it's gone through so many different names. Like when I left, I don't think it had a name. Okay. It was just the room. Like go to the room or the room. whatever. How long? Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> the room. There we go. Oh, uh, hi, Mark. <laughs> That's a it's reference. Totally another reference I don't understand. Oh, oh you need to see that movie. Land. It's the worst movie ever. What I have worst. 
I've actually never seen The Room, but I have seen Disaster oh. Artist. The disaster. So if you've seen The Disaster Artist, you kind of have an idea. The Room is the worst movie ever, unless you manage to go to a theater where they're showing it and they let you throw spoons, because that's that's the way to see that. Is it like a horror movie? No. no. It's, it's like this one guy's weird fever dream movie. Oh. Um, kind of a drama? Yeah. Uh, the premise is that Johnny and his girlfriend, and then she's... Uh, yeah, I don't know. The fact it you is, even try to create a premise for it is kind right. of insulting to it. Well, yeah, no, like, she's, like, sleeping with Mark, and Mark is supposed to be Johnny's best friend, and then Johnny's really upset, and at the end, <laughs> dead, you know. Okay. So I think so Amelia and I need that as a reality TV show. Like, I think we would enjoy it, as long as it wasn't a movie. Better oh, or worse than John Dies in the End? The book John Dies at the End was fantastic. The movie was so disappointing. Okay, I never read but, the book. But yes, the room is worse. Oh, the, okay. yeah, the room is the, just YouTube like the room's greatest scenes, and you'll have an idea of what you're okay. in for. It's like five minutes. You get yeah. Your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to listen to Lesson Impossible, a podcast exploring educational innovation. Each episode, your host, Aviva Levin, interviews a new special agent or resource specialist who shares their unique field of expertise, such as teaching through gamification or how to avoid teacher burnout. You can find Lesson Impossible on all major podcasting platforms or at LessonImpossible.com. So tell us how your year is going, and then tell us, it sounds like you guys have, have you know, you guys have leveled up, okay? So um, so w- what, are we, what are we doing with ourselves, and what's, what's new, and also how are, how are things in this, like, um, semi-trying-to-attempt-to-get-back-to-normal-ish um, year that we're having here, which is uh, definitely different from... 2020, but not like anything like 2018 or anything like that. So, uh, start with Keenan first. Kind of just tell us what what your new job is, what you do, and how the year is going so far. I am now an ELD teacher, and I um, I'm certified K through 12. But right now, my caseload is kindergarten and first grade. Okay. I'm also, um, oh, I'm also a part of my building's leadership team. So, like, that's all. Like, that's new as well. So, so what are those? What do those letters stand for? Because you can read minds. ELD. Oh, <laughs> um, English language development. We're in okay. the process in our country. We're moving from ESL to ELD. It's just okay. a name, name change. Yeah. Okay. Because ours is e- e- ours is just L, like E L. Okay. That's who. I, that's what I call my E L L. Yeah. E L L. Okay. E L L L L L. That's for the people that like, like that's the the kind of shirt some people wear is an E L L L L. But anyway, anyway, go ahead. Okay. So so what so what do you do like on a um daily weekly basis? So, I we've been in school since August 30th, and I've been testing since September 1st. Oh, wow. So I have not been able to actually go in, and I co-teach with teachers. Right. Um, I'm more of a push-in support for um, okay. for the teachers, but I haven't had a chance um, to do that. But I've been able to go in and meet the students. The good thing is about the first graders, I had them last year when I started this position mm-hmm. in December in kindergarten, so they know me. 
And then I'm making new relationships with my new kindergarten friends. Okay. Um, no. But other than that, I know it's so cute. They're it's so, so cute. cute. Like, That's little, great. Like they come up and hug you at the end of the day. Like, like yeah, I know you. You come to my class. No, it's super, super cool. But um, I'm excited. Hopefully next week to actually get in and start teaching. Okay. Like I missed that part. I subbed this week too for three days. So like in the afternoon in first grade. So I kind of went back to my my roots, if you, you want to yeah. say. So I'm now the instructional technology coach, which people think means I'm tech support, but really I'm supposed to be like coaching teachers. Like, all right, let's take a look at your lessons and figure out, you know, how we can maybe incorporate, you know, technology into there. But if that doesn't work, yeah, we would just do something else, you know. Um, I started back at work July 27th. The kids came back the 8th of September. So I had like wow two months almost oh my um, in the building before the kids got there. Which was a lot of, all right, well, what do I do? What is my job? I don't know. <laughs> so that was a lot of like a, a month and a half of sitting there. Okay. You're sitting in on meetings. Yeah, I think I know what I do. I still don't really know what I do. I think it's good. Uh, my boss said it takes really about like three years for you to get into what you're doing. Wow. So I'm like, okay, well, good. At least, you know, I'm on the right track. <laughs> um, so we've been doing a lot, a, a lot of what we do. On the day-to-day, kids come in to borrow Chromebooks and chargers. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of that going on. Um, I led my first professional development yesterday. So um, our learning management system is Canvas. So we did a Canvas 101 session, and then I did a Canvas advanced session. I want to punch Um, the guy who invented Canvas. uh, Yeah, well, the school system's paying for myself and, like, four other teachers and an administrator to get Canvas certified. So Canvas, to me, is like... A building that has a lot of good rooms in it, <laughs> but to get to from the room there. I'm in to the other room, I have to go out. I can't like go down a hallway. I have to go outside. I have to get on a ladder and go up on the roof, and then go down in through some thing, and then go out another door, and then go back in the door to the room that I actually want to get into. like I'm totally I'm, with you, like, when we first started using it. How long have you been using it? How long have I been using it? Using it. I'm not using <laughs> it. Okay. How, yeah. long have, how long have I been... Last year. Yeah, last year, last I, year, I had to, like, have a Canvas course, and I had to give assignments and collect them. We were forbidden from using Google Classroom. You were Google year. Classroom before. That's exactly how we were. Like right. we were Google Classroom yes. and then and last we told- year they were like, You're using Canvas. Right. So. And so and I and now this year that we because are in they person, needed that for attendance that nobody checked. Oh see we don't use att- we don't do Canvas attendance. We use Synergy for our attendance. So yeah. so this year that we're in that we're in Canvas, I mean that that we're in person, I literally I have like a link on there to um, a folder where they can access uh, materials, and I have put two total assignments in there in the month that we have been in school. Every other assignment has been in the actual software that I use. Like if I I use Delta Math a lot for people that teach math, it's it, I, I use Delta Math, and then I like I, you know I say Quizis. Um, no. Because it's French way, yes. So, so uh-huh. I get, so I sign them, so I sign them a quizies. I don't need to put like the quizies in Canvas, in. right? I just here's the here's 
here's the um, it's all my slide presentation is the, um, the the code. And so if you ever need it, then you just go just go back there. And I use Edpuzzle. So like on Canvas is the code to get in my Edpuzzle, but there's no link. Oh, it's don't good. you just embed it? Oh, that hurts my soul. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love Edpuzzle. They can go to Edpuzzle. And you can embed it in in the module. They don't have to go I anywhere. I hate a module. Take, take your module and stick it somewhere painful. <laughs> why do well, I continue uh, to go Millie. to a module? This is, this is what I fight with on a daily basis with my teachers. So why, why, why Millie, would that? I've, like, I've, listen. Here's the here's the deal. When I do my banking, you know where I go? I go to bankofamerica.com. When I need when I when I want to do something with my um, podcast, I go to podbean.com. I don't go to some other place and then oh it's all in some module somewhere i just go to the place i need to go why do i have to add a step Mealy, i i forgot to tell you on top of rose art this episode is also brought by canvas uh, they are <laughs> i mean if instructor if, if instructor wants to send me anything for free for you know standing up for them against against me like you know like i i would not turn that down yeah. anyway so, they actually so did respond a week but, but, ago let's, but let's, i let's, just found out where it was so <laughs> but alex i'll give you i'll give you two minutes to, to as long as you need to sell me on the value of all that stuff being in the modules versus whatever i whatever i have it for them to go for that day because kids, you give them, like, let's go outside of this. Let's go to other websites. And they're like, oh, you're going to let me go outside of this to other websites? Let me go to YouTube. Let me go to YouTube Music. Let me go here and there and everywhere. Whereas if you just are doing it in the modules, then they're like, okay, well, I just click through the modules. And I don't have to go anywhere else. It's already there. It's embedded. I don't have to click 10 million different links. If that link doesn't work, then I'm not, like, complaining to you. You know, like... I get it. It's hard to let go of the things that we That's, are used to. Canvas is not stopping I, my kids from going to no. YouTube. I know it's <laughs> not. I know so, it's not. So, so, so that's not. So that's so that that does not sell me. I haven't. You haven't won with that. I know. Do you have anything else? Seniors, like for middle schoolers, I can see why it's useful to just keep it all in one website. Right, and then as they get older, like so, we we did everything in our modules last year when we were virtual. And so it just made it a lot easier. Like the kids were like, all right, you go to Canvas and you click through. Here's the week's worth of modules or the day's worth of modules. And you click through it. And when you get to the end of that module, you're done. And you can go do what you have to do. And I get what yeah. you're saying. And I and right. like, and I know that what if I ever have to, that I can get in there and, and figure out all the, all the nuts and bolts of Canvas. And maybe they're going to make it a little more streamlined than it is. But yeah, they're working know. on it. Uh, their in- instructor con is next Thursday, I think. So they Whoa, have a instructor con. Instructor, yeah. So they're the Canvas con instructor. Con. Are you so going keep... dressed up as Mr. Cotter? Yes. yes <laughs> wow. Nice seventies reference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Thank, thanks for the reference. I'm going as Mr. Feeny. Does yes, yes. Um, nice. Hey yes. Feeny. No, but like they they have like all the people who make all the different integrations there, so you can like go and talk to those people. I remember last year I talked to the Google people. Because I was really frustrated with the um, LTI. I'm like, can we get it in speed grader? Because that would be cool. Yeah. I'm like, we're working whatever, on it. So it was kind of nice. Whatever like, LTI to is. I don't yeah. know. What is the teacher Karen, though, Alex, right? You didn't walk up like, I want to speak to your manager type person. Oh, negative. <laughs> negative. Okay. negative. I just, sure. Yeah, no. Like, um, yeah, I need this like now. And if not, I'm going to blast you on the internet with how horrible you are. Yes. I, yeah, I, I need this or I will call the police. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. So, you're, violating yeah, my, I mean, you're violating my rights as a teacher by making me use Canvas. Okay, that, that's what I do. Stop, stop my you. As a teacher, my I shouldn't have to grade. Yes, <laughs> yes. 
And then we've been doing the, the laptop refresh. So I had one coworker. I love him. But he's he did not want to give up his old laptop. He's like, it's got a touch screen. I'm not giving it up. And we're like, yeah, it breaks all the time. And it's not as secure. You need to give it up. So he avoided me the whole day. The I had new ones like don't have touch morning. screen? No, no. They, they, that was a failed experiment. They tried that for four years. They, they don't like the touch no. screen, so they got rid of it. No, 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 no. Oh. Now, the kids, they, they, I, I don't think oh, they the can kids handle get touch the touch screen. Oh, no. Our kids, kids have t- our, our kids have Chromebooks with touch screens, but the teachers now have Dells with no touch screen. No. What? First yeah. of all, let me say this. <laughs> screen makers of the world don't make any screens that aren't touch screen ever again. Like that's so dumb. Like but why would you make a car so with much like making a car with no wheels? Like it doesn't make no sense. Purchasing all that stuff is above my pay grade. I just roll it out. I'm transferring to a job. different district if I if they, if they take away the touch screen. <laughs> so I had to sit in his room and wait for him for him to have class. He was hiding. Literally, he was hiding in the building. I'm like, has yeah. anybody seen this teacher? Everybody's like, no, I haven't seen him. I don't know where he is. Yeah. I'm like, are you kidding me? So I sat there in me. his room and waited for him to get there. <laughs> and you. I was like, that would have been me. Like, you're not getting this laptop today. Catch me if you can. Right. Oh, I was it. like, no, we're we're gonna get you this new laptop because otherwise ah, ah, we're turning off your old it. one and you you're gonna come today. crying. Yeah. You, need, <laughs> you need a. You go and get the new laptop today. Yeah. You need. You need a stick. You need a cardboard box. And you need a sign that says touchscreen protector. Right. Free touchscreen protector. And then he crawls in and the stick gets knocked you pull out. The and you trapped yourself Boom. a teacher. Yeah, you're good. His students came into the room. They're like, are you subbing? Where is he? I'm like, I don't know. I haven't seen him all morning because he's been hiding from me. If you see him, that tell is... him I'm here. And then he walked in. He's like, oh, that is hi. hysterical. I'm I've like, had yeah, that no, happen let's... before. Mm-hmm. Like, I hid from a principal. Like, I avoided her <laughs> all day long. Went to my class. She was in there waiting for, waiting for you, right? Oh after I dropped goodness. the kids off at special, and we had to have the conversation. It wasn't bad. It was just mm-hmm. we needed to talk about something, and I avoided the conversation all day long. Wow. And she said, I'm so glad I found you, because uh, there is a bear trap underneath your desk, so let's just present <laughs> yes. that before yeah, I be leave. Just be aware before, yeah. <laughs> Teachers oh, are really good at avoiding. Like, well, and it's funny because he was in his class, he was teaching to his kids and he was like, yeah, you know, we have to be flexible and we have to learn new things. And I know you may not like it, but we've got to try this new stuff. And I'm sitting there like, do we just avoided me for 56 minutes no, to I'm... avoid having to try new things so, with the new laptop. I'm his attorney. You're not having him try new things. You're having him try old things. Okay. Just so you know, no touch screen is an old thing, not a new thing. That's okay? true. I did give him a mouse though. And he oh, that's, like, that's great. Horrible. I'm like, I don't yes. care. I, we have to swap you out. I'm sorry. <laughs> there's yes. Rosart and there's Crayola. But and you don't Canvas cross that and line. There's Google. There's touchscreen and there's not. Yes, and there's canvas and there's not. And there's, yes, <laughs> there's yes. canvas and not canvas. <laughs> it's kind of like when you think about it, like with the Crayola and um, Rosart, it's like if you text me and it's green, I might not text you back. So you telling me a picture <laughs> wow. and it's Rosart, I might not keep it. I mean, oh, it's wow. okay. You can enjoy your Apple products and not want to know how things work. That's fine. Apple yes. people are people who don't care about how their things work. They're like, I just want it to work. Whereas Android people want to customize and want to know how it works. It's fine. So, Alex, I'm on team Android. So at least there's, there, we found some right. part where there, our Venn diagram crosses ground, over. Right. right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Apple's okay. like, Ooh, look at all this cool technology we just developed. And, and Samsung's like, yeah, we had that like two versions ago. Where were you? Wow. Wow. So have you thought of your funny stories? Cause I'm going to tell, tell mine. It's really related to the hiding things. It, it it happened to me literally this week, and it's so and it's so goofy. So, 
I get a phone call on my little uh, ours are white phones or whatever, whatever your, your little your little classroom phone with it. The your VoIP phone, yeah. Right. Oh, is that a thing? Um. Anyway, can you talk? Can you pick up the phone? Sure. I'm like, hello. Like, who's this? I'm like, uh, or like, they're like, oh, Miss Amelia. Like, yeah. I'm like, I think they need a student to go to the office or whatever they need. They're like, can you please go out in the hallway and tell those girls to get to class? And oh, so because they were watching on the cameras, right, right. So it's the camera lady. We have we have a full time camera lady at my school. Like I said, we've got nine buildings. Our campus is huge. So there's a full time camera lady. She just lives I've there. I've gotten those phone calls. Right. And here's the funny part. And this is how I handle it. In in old Mealy, first, second, third year Mealy would have just opened up the door and gone, "Go to class." So I'm like, but I go outside and I start walking towards them because my room is. It's like there's there's a big area that's kind of open, kind of like a, like a lobby area in, in the, um, in that building. And so I start walking towards them. What do they start doing? They start walking away immediately. Right. And I'm like, Hey, I'm not mad at you guys. I'm not chasing you guys. I said, here's what I want you to know. The reason I came out here is the camera lady is watching you. I said, so you can go that way or this way. I said, and I'm going back into my classroom but she's following you and she'll just change which camera she's watching you on. So don't think that you're going to somehow like, you know, I said, I always so, feel like somebody's watching me. They are. Cause, cause these kids were going to like try and go different, you know, who knows where they were going to go to try and like evade me. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You're like, you're literally, she's clicking faster than you can change directions. So, um, <laughs> so you're like, thinking, like, I don't care that you're in the hallway. Like, that's not my problem. Right. But the camera lady worries. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, I, I was brother them, is watching. <laughs> I was telling him like, if you're going to cut class, don't loiter in the hall, break one rule at a time. Like, yes. Yeah. I'm in the bathroom. Like, Kids like bathrooms. <laughs> they do love the bathrooms. They do love the bathrooms. Weird. I don't know why. It's disgusting. <laughs> I always had a student who uh, he was talking to his older brother who had already graduated from the high school. And uh, he had just started there. And so he texted his brother and was like, hey, I, I started at the high school. And his brother texted him back and said, hey, are there still toilets in the vape lounge? Nice. Yeah. Good time. It took me a minute. Uh-huh. <laughs> high school bathrooms are the worst. So, like, kids in elementary school go in there and play in the water and toilet paper. But high oh. school, there's some interesting things. Well, yeah. little kids are, you know, they're interesting. Curious, and, yeah. Yeah, in high school, like, God knows what happens in their bathrooms. Oh, like, uh, I know from high school what yes. happened in some of the bathrooms back by the music and band room. I know what went on. Oh, yeah. Back there. Oh, yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah. I mean, there, there are people listening to this podcast right now who were conceived in high school bathrooms i'm just i'm just telling i don't want to think about that (laughs) speaking of bathrooms have you guys had to deal with the devious licks challenges no yes Mm -hmm. i haven't they've destroyed our bathrooms but but yes our school has been our school has um been been hit yeah we we no longer have soap in any of our bathrooms so now i have bought soap to attach to our bathroom passes see i really would have thought that they would have because um this past over the summer they put um, a free pad and tampon dispensers in all of the restrooms. Okay. And I really would have thought that, like, the ones that are in the boys' bathrooms would have gotten destroyed with that thing. Nice. But we haven't nice. had anything. Well, okay. Cool. Yeah. All right. So it's time for funny stories, boys and girls. You know that we know this is why some of you tune in. Um, so, and I know you've already shared some in the past. So I don't know if you still have some in your archives or something funny has happened recently. Um, so is there someone that wants to go first? 
so we kind of had a funny story. I think I thought it was funny anyway. So uh, it was like the first or second week of school. We had, we're tying it back to bathrooms again. There's some boys and of course they had been vaping in the bathrooms. And so they pulled like one of them into the magnet director's office and the other one was in the security office and they were just given the principal and the assistant principals and the security guards attitudes. You know, I was standing there in the hallway talking with the principal. She goes off and into the little room and then she comes back. She's like, gosh, I just, I cannot wait for these kids to like not come back. And security called her off again and she comes back and she looks at me. She goes, well, he's not coming back. I was like, oh yeah, what happened? She goes, oh, he threatened to hit me. High five. <laughs> so like we're standing there and I'm giving a high five to the principal because this kid threatened to smack her and she's just happy because that kid is out of there. So I'm like, well, man, that's, that's something to be happy about, I guess. I, like I, sometimes we themselves. all just need a break. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that was, that was kind of funny. I'm going like, to piggyback on a while after, after Kenan's story. I don't even have a funny story. I haven't seen anyone. Oh, no. oh, okay. I'm in the office for like a month. Like it's like it's like solitary confinement. Like I'm a oh, no. person and being locked in the office mm-hmm. for that long. Rough. Mm, no, rough. No funny Zoom events from last year. No, like no, I really didn't. At the end of the year, I test. I so like in my new role, that's all I do is test. Well, no, I teach, but I do a lot of testing as well. So I haven't. Okay. I don't even have any funny Zoom stories. Mine is like I have to wear a mask a lot of times on Zoom because right. my, I twist my mouth up, but my eyes still say like I'm looking at someone like lion. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> right. But I'm just going to see the mouth. Yeah. Right. So you get it with the eyes. Like I'm looking. Like I'm looking at you guys right now. I'm giving you that look when you're telling the story. That happens quite frequently though. Like okay. I have to think of some stories. I'll have to tweet them out to you when so I. So I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna face shame, shame some people now because that's what I do. Um, I saw <laughs> an actual new term. It's called mask fishing. So, oh, jeez. Can we actually say, and I'm not going to lie, I, I, you can hate me for judging the appearance of, of my of my children. Okay. But, like, um, <laughs> some people look much better from, like, the mask up than they do from the mask down. And then, Looney like, when Tunes they... taught me that, yes. And when, they, <laughs> and when they take the mask off, you're kind of like, oh. oh. So there's people who know that they look better from the mask up, who, like, that's now their profile photo because they've got beautiful eyes and everything else. But You're really good at makeup. You right, know? <laughs> right. And so now it's called, like, mask fishing, you know? So it's like the cat, it's like the cat fishing with wearing a mask. So it's like you're giving me Britney Spears up here, but Michael Myers, Freddy Krueger. Exactly, here. exactly. It. Yes, you know, I'm sorry. It's not a butter face, like butter eyes. You know? Exactly, <laughs> yes, yes. Butter, butter nose. to Sarah Jessica Parker. Oh wow! Wow! What? Is she here? Look! Look! She would just, in response, she would just say, mm. "Wow! Good gravy! Oh, that poor woman! Oh, I, oh, well. I did hey. hear a new word that I do love, also, uh, which is maskney. Oh yes! What's that? There's a lot of uh, my students, even I, have been developing some maskney from all the oh, sweat ma- and mask stuff. acne. Oh, mask mm. acne. Yeah, I can see that. I can um, see that. my middle schoolers hard. Well, so you, I guess you're going to have to do a lesson on how to clean your face, like, really well. That's why my skin, because I clean it every night, because, you know, you keep a mask on all day, and right yes. here, you sweat. The, the, and you know people hair. aren't washing their masks like they need to either, and right. it's like, throw that in the laundry, please. Well, so, like, even, I'll make, look, I'll just make you a video to show your middle schoolers how to wash their face appropriately. <laughs> Don't use that three-in-one body wash that your mama buys you. Uh, <laughs> 
Mm-mm. Get some uh, good stuff. Don't get the go. Rose Art body wash. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's, that's, hey, no swab it. over here. No, that's, no. It's my job. I don't want it. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you guys again for coming back. This is this is as wonderful as I thought it would be when we invited you guys on. We love you guys so much. Even though, as I mentioned right before Keenan came on, that you guys seem a little more Twitter-averse. I guess it's the new jobs and you're so busy. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't see you on the Twitter like I used to, which is okay. I don't, you Mainly, know. nobody can keep up with you. That's true. I, I'm not on the Twitter like I used to, honestly. I am I'm, 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 I have like, like, oh my goodness, I haven't tweeted today. Uh-oh. Right. And I'm going to make a meme that's going to say, you know you lied. Anyway... Thank you guys again. Like I said, love you guys so much and really appreciate you coming on. And guys, if you haven't, if you enjoyed this episode and you haven't listened to episodes 33 and 34, then go back and listen to it and, and, um, hear them as a, uh, a solo act rather than as a, as a duo. Okay. So this is kind of like, don't I guess go say the- you watched it. Because you know, I'm going to hit you with, I know you're lying. <laughs> <I'm not> lying. <laughs> exactly. All right. As we always say at the end, guys, stay unprofessional. Thank you guys so much.